Hey, Allison, before we start this week, I was really excited and I want to talk about our new sponsor, audible.com. You can now go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and get a free 30-day trial membership to audible.com on us. So uh, audible.com is great. It's a great place to get best-selling audiobooks. They now have podcasts, everything. Yeah, I'm a car listener, so this is great. I can just download it and listen to books and audio things in my car. Yeah, so definitely check it out. Go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Now on to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share stories with you about owning a business together, being married, raising children together, all of that kind of stuff. Allison, what's the good word for this week? Bum, bum, bum. I turned 40. You turned 40. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. But I got the best present ever. It was the earrings I bought you. No, those are delightful. I'm wearing them now. But for seven years, our hot tub has been winterized and not worked. And I've been asking for someone to just help me facilitate getting it back up and running and fixed. And on my 40th birthday, my dad came over this week and started that process and called the hot tub guy to come out and fix it. And we got in it last night. We did for the very first time. It was so exciting. (laughs) In seven years. It was super exciting. You know, and the frustrating thing about it is we thought something major was wrong with it. So the long, the long, the short version of this long story is our hot tub wasn't hot anymore when it, when it shut down. Right. It was just a tub. It was just a tub. It was a tub of cold water and it was starting to turn to winter. And we were like, it's probably not a great idea to have this thousands and thousands of gallons of water frozen. In, on our back patio. So um, we, you know, when my when the boys were very young, actually, it was before we even had uh, our second child. Yeah, was, we had a toddler and an infant, and it was too much work and too much money, and so we just winterized it. Yeah, and so finally... Uh, we got it fixed and it was just a simple swap out of a like memory board or whatever. Yeah. Just a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. A couple hundred dollars and it's fixed. So that's super exciting. We do have a work, our hot tub is working again. Our 25 year old hot tub is now functional again for how long we don't know, but we'll enjoy it while we can. I'm easily amused. See the little things just make me happy. So this week on married with a business, we're actually talking about Parenting with a business. Yes. Which is something that we do. So Allison and I, who uh, we own a construction remodeling company together uh, and have for nearly 20 years, um, also are parents together uh, outside of our business, I suppose. So we're sometimes parents with our business, but uh, we're parents outside of our business with our kids. And so... This week we're kind of, and we talked a little bit about it last week, but this week we're going to do a deep dive into trying to balance all of that and deal with all of that. Yeah, summer's wrapping up and my mother-in-law who had helped us with the boys a lot this summer are gone. So it's been mostly us all the time trying to balance work and home and no school. and I think that's one of the key things. And we're very lucky. Uh, you know, my mother helps us out a lot, watches the kids a lot, um, which is helpful. Your parents watch the kids as well. And so it's good to have family to help us with that in the balancing act that is. And then I think this year you have this added sort of, you know, part to that, which is the kids won't be in school necessarily full time and trying to balance, you know, also having to manage their schooling that's going to be taking place 
virtually um, while we uh, still operate a business. Yeah, we have one child is supposed to be in five in school five days a week, and one is supposed to be doing the hybrid model where he's in school two days and home three days. So we're trying to adjust our schedules so that there's always an adult here to help facilitate that because third graders can't log in and out of every class like they're in a school building. Right. And I think one of the, the key things for us that we're really starting um, to figure out is to be organized. This is going to be, and we're organized in general, but I feel like this year is going to be like an uber organized year that we need to really dive in and make sure everything's organized. Yeah. For as organized as we are, I'm terrified and I worry about my friends who aren't as organized and I'm usually the person directing them when things are happening. So we'll see. Yeah. So a lot of things that we kind of do, um, and we've kind of always done this. So we have a weekly family calendar that every week you have a whiteboard that you wipe down, you write pretty much everything for that whole week on it. Yeah, in the kitchen. And I chose the one week ahead view as opposed to the month ahead view because the month changes so much that it'd be constantly changing it. And it's also overwhelming. Right. We, you and I use Google Calendar to manage our long-term calendar. So what I do is on Sundays, I take the one week ahead board and I fill in what everybody has that is outside of, you know, normal typically normal at work hours or at school hours. So now we're going to have who's we're going to add in who's doing pick up and drop off and who's home on remote days and who's not. And so it's going to be hopefully we can pre have that laid out every every week so that we can just have it at a view without a lot of other extra information. And, and part of that being organized, I think, is making sure that that information is readily available for all parties involved, not maybe not just you and me as the parents um, and our kids who we try to keep involved in the calendar as well, but also, you know, my mother and your parents and all of those things so that they understand when they're where their roles are. Yeah. So with the Google Calendar, we have given access to our parents and of our calendar and them to ours so that because they are willing to help out so much so that they can kind of check in, view and see. And part of it is is that they can look and see, oh, Craig's on a sales call. I can't call and bother him right now. So it kind of helps cut down on bothering each other, but also increases the communication without having to constantly be reminding people of things. I think another thing that is something that we try to do a lot is dividing and conquering. And you've heard us talk about it on the show before when it becomes something related to the business or even some things at home, like doing the dishes and making dinner. I make dinner most nights. You do the dishes most nights. And during those times when the other is doing those, we're either doing work things or dealing with the kids or being with the kids. And so I think that, you know, figuring out where you are and how, what are the strengths of, you know, your spouse is really key to being successful parenting and owning a business together. Yeah. So I'm not a good cook and you enjoy it. So that was an easy one. And I enjoy cleaning up. So that was an easy one too. But especially when you're running a business together, you can't rely on one person to be responsible for home. And now as the boys get bigger, they're also responsible for more and more things at home because they live here too. And just because we're the parents doesn't mean it's our responsibility to take care of everything. So they now are responsible for clearing the table, setting the table, 
they gather the trash. We take the trash barrels out, but that's because they're still too tiny to to push them out. Um, I've already told them, come fifth grade, you guys are doing laundry. Like those, because right now they can't reach, you know, again, it's a height in the thing. So as they are capable, they have to do more things. They, we started when they came home from school with COVID, um, they had to clean a bathroom every day. Is it the way I would clean the bathroom? No, but they're also learning to take care of their own spaces. Um, So we're trying to, four of us live here, four of us have to take care of here. And I also think you need to look at it too. We do this as well from from a work and home balance perspective. Your schedule is not uh, is much more flexible than my schedule is because I tend to have appointments with clients that are all over the place. Sometimes I have an 8 a.m. one. Sometimes I have a 4 p.m. one. It's kind of, it bounces all around. Where your work schedule can be a little bit more set. You can drop the kids off and then be able to get to work and work your time and then pick the kids back up where mine is uh, bounces around a lot more. And so we've determined a lot of times that that's how we've figured out who picks and, pick and, and drops off the kids. But with networking and other things that you do that are outside of work, sometimes you have to go to these meetings and I have to take that over. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's two things. It's communicating that information and then understanding the balance of that information. Right. And appreciating that the other person has this or that and not getting offended or disgruntled when I say, hey, I have to be at this meeting at 730. You have to take over this responsibility this week. And I think that the more you work together on it and you are transparent with each other about what you are hoping for the person to do, it makes it easier and and it causes less strife. Oh, I always pick up the kids or, oh, I'm always cooking dinner. Yeah, I think that that's the thing that I find when I talk to other people that they are resentful of their spouse or the person that they're co-parenting with. And it's because they haven't communicated and you know we have to talk to each other without an ego and without we're not intending to inflict harm we're intending to have open conversations about how we feel and why we feel that way so that we can move forward and find the best solution for everybody i think we've we'll say this a lot and we'll admit to it as two business owners we're very lucky when you own your own business and you are raising children Your schedule is flexible. I set my schedule. You set your schedule. So it allows us to be flexible and to to go to events with our children. You know, I can remember a couple years back, they had preschool graduation, which I guess you graduate at every grade level now. But they had preschool graduation like at 11 a.m. on a Wednesday or whatever it was. And because we set our own schedule and we have uh, the ability to do that, we were both able to make it. Where there were a lot of parents there where – the maybe the husband worked in the city or couldn't get off of work to do it. And that's we're very lucky to have that. Yeah, I think the hard thing is, is that people, family included, think that because you're you can't adjust your schedule, you should adjust your schedule always. Um, it's been difficult trying to work at home while the kids have been home on summer break. The days that we haven't had any help like today, it was I'm trying to do payroll and my seven-year-old wants me to play pretend and I I have mommy guilt because I'm home. I should play with them. But this is a typical work day and I don't usually have them on Thursdays. And so they don't understand that just because I'm home and then I I feel bad because I made my seven-year-old really sad and he was like don't worry about it and I was and I was trying to explain no I I can play with you but I have a 130 conference call so I can't play with you the whole time but he just heard that 
I had to work. Right. And it's and it's hard. They say that, uh, you know, 40% of moms, working moms, say that they don't spend enough time with their, they feel like they don't spend enough time with their children. And and it's about the same for fathers as well. And it's, it is one of those things, especially when you're an entrepreneur and you own your own business, you, you are kind of trying to raise and 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 grow these two two things you're trying to be a good parent and raise your children to be good people and you're trying to be a good business owner and raise your business to be successful and so in some ways they're comparable in some ways they juxtapose each other in the sense of they need about the same from you and not everybody can always be giving that amount to both things right it's not nine to five i don't come home from work and I just have to deal with home, um, especially when I'm trying to constantly work around other people's schedules. What What do you think is um, or how hard is it when you own a business and you're raising children to find time for yourself? It's extremely hard because you're the servant to too many masters. Everybody wants a piece of your time. Um, and when you do have time to sit and read your book or listen to your your audible book you know you should be doing something else and we've I've worked really hard this last few months on my should problem um, but it was really hard every time I thought I should do this I had to the exercise was I had to sit down and not do something right um, and it was hard because I should be doing something else right now while we're recording I should be doing something else I should be talking tucking the kids in. I should be doing the laundry. Um, so it's hard because I was just reading an article of um, self-care for moms is not having the ability to vacuum by yourself or do laundry by yourself. Those are things that are just easier because your kids aren't around. Um, but I think that especially moms who run businesses, that is self-care and that is time to yourself. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it, it, and you and I have always said this. It's some. It's very hard for us to unplug from everything, and uh, we were lucky this summer that um, my and I. We talked about it on the show. My mother took the boys for a few nights uh, away, so we were at our, in our in our home by ourselves um, and working, able to go to the office and work on our own. And and there was good and bad to that. It was. We were we thought maybe we were getting some time to ourselves, but I think we found ourselves actually working more. We worked more and later and longer because I think we were felt like we were in a race against time. Yeah. The so, family room was clean though. <laughs> the house stayed cleaner than it usually does. Um, but it is. It's 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 difficult uh, to make time for yourself. That being said, there are great things about it. I mean, there are great things about owning your own business. Um, the opportunities that we have as a family are greater. The opportunities that my boys have to learn how to run a business and how to manage and be organized is greater. So I don't want it to sound like, oh, I hate doing this. It's just there today, especially, there are days when it's more stressful than others. And there are days when it's great. Well, I think that's true. There's, there's, and, I, and that's probably true with anybody in any job, in any situation. I think that sometimes with um, your, when you own your own business and you're married and you're working together, it becomes very hard for us to separate all of that yeah. to say that this is family time and this is work time and I can ignore that email or I need to go put the in and put the kids to bed or I can go focus on that email and not you know the the balance of all of that tends to when you're in our situation it gets 
moshed and mixed and all that. I think the advantage to being married and owning a bi- the business together and parenting together is that we are a little bit more sympathetic to when my phone rings at 730 at night and I have to take that call. Yeah, I mean, and we are able to teach the, our kids work ethic. They like to come to the office. They like to play pretend and and they like to now that they're getting bigger help they like to stuff envelopes they like to learn what we're doing they think it's really interesting and cool um my young our youngest wants to take over our business we'll see how that goes but um but those are things that i did at nine years old my when i was nine years old my dad had my sister and i out you know, dropping off flyers in people's mailboxes. And I was working on marketing. Uh, He paid my friends and I to work to type up the mailing list. And I helped with the newsletter. And I think those were all things that prepped me for doing what I do so well. And I think it also helped you understand the importance of, you know, when you were a child and your father was working as in his own business, understand the importance of what his work was. And I think for us, it's the same goal too. We take the boys to the office and have them do things like stuff envelopes, like you said, to help teach them those ethics, but to also teach them what we, what mommy and daddy do is important and they don't, to help them from getting upset or sad when we do have to focus on work and can't focus on that. And we've had some of our staff members bring their kids into the office and do the same thing. And I think that, you know, they get a different view and respect of their parents when they see them in a different light, in a different environment. I, I will say that if you if you get a chance, there's a great article um, at Inc. Magazine. You can go to Inc.com, I-N-C, like incorporated, Inc. Magazine. Uh, Justin Kula wrote this article called, My Parents Ran a Business and a Family Together for 40 Years, and Here's How They Made It Work. And it's a great little article about his family and how they started a business when he was just born and some tips and ideas of, of what they did to make it work. Yeah, I think what I liked about it is he kind of bullet pointed out three key practices that his parents really focused on. And one was appreciate each other's strengths, which is something you and I talk about. Um, Running a house is just like running a business in some ways. Um, About letting things go. You really have to pick your battles and decide what's important to nitpick about. Um, And find individual working spaces, which I thought was funny because you and I share an office at the office and we have our home office is set up with workstations for all four of us. But where we're recording here is um, a space that you've made that's just yours. Right. Yeah. So I've kind of made this like little basement office studio area that's just mine. That's kind of my if even when I'm working on just work stuff and not recording uh, one of the podcasts that I do, I come down here because it allows me to be away from everything. Thing. So that is true. It's something that we're working on getting better yeah, at. Yeah, and this is also your space with all your decorations and tchotchkes and those kind of things. This is just just for you. Um, some things you could definitely do, though, like we said, some action items for this week. Take your kids to work. Let them see what you do. Help them understand the importance of what you do. And and make them help. Have them help you do something that they can help you with, no matter what their age is. And that will help them have some buy-in to working and understanding. And, and that helps build work ethic, too, in your children. And then also... Try your hardest, and this is very difficult as a business owner, but set aside time for both roles, for being a business owner and being a parent. Make sure that you have that time where you sit down and you play with your kids and and you set aside time that you focus on the business and 
understand the importance of both of those things. Yeah, and if you've got your planner out and you feel like you're struggling with one or the other, literally block off time in your planner to do it. So and give yourself permission that it's this is when I've scheduled to play with them. And sometimes what I do is I say to the boys is, okay, I'm going to work till 11 and then we're going to do play and have lunch together. And so that sets the expectation for them and for me that it's okay to work now and play that. And don't forget, send us a message. You can find us on social media at BizMarried on Instagram and Twitter, or you can find us on Facebook at Married with a Business. And send us a message and tell us what it's like for you to be parenting and owning a business together. Um, Allison, what have you been listening to or reading this week? Anything new? Anything interesting? So not this week, but I recently finished listening on Audible to Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. Um, It's a frank bio of various parts of Rachel's life and her reflection on the experiences and behaviors, good and bad, and how they help shape who she is today and her company. I wasn't excited to listen to it because it was one of those hot reads, but I really felt like there were parts of the book that spoke to me, especially with her reading it, listening to it on as an audiobook. Yeah, and it's it's always interesting when you listen to audiobooks when the author reads them because I do I feel a lot of times it 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 gives it much more clout. It feels like it's more real when the author reads it. It felt like Rachel was having a conversation with me and there were definitely parts where she was talking about her life and her relationship with her husband at the time that really spoke to me. That's awesome. That's awesome. This week on Audible, I've really started to get into the, um, the so Audible has recently started doing podcasts. They've, oh, neat. They, they've done their own podcasts up, up there and um, they're doing a podcast called Beyond the Last Dance with Jay Donde and former all-star guard B.J. Armstrong. And it's kind of a follow-up, and I know we talked about it on the show a few episodes ago about Michael Jordan's The Last Dance that was on um, that was on ESPN, the documentary, the 10-part documentary, and we were super into that, and it was just interesting to see the team-building aspect of it and the tenacity from Michael Jordan as being a leader on that team. And so this is a really interesting follow-up to kind of more of those interviews um, and, you know, a deeper dive into the stories behind the success of the Chicago Bulls and, you know, kind of how that relates to everyday life and how some of that teamwork and that team building can relate to what you do every day. That's great. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Check it out. Uh, And don't forget, you can go to Audible and get a free trial on us. So go to Audible trial.com slash biz married that's audible trial.com slash b-i-z biz married all one word and uh, that'll get you a free 30-day trial to audible so definitely check that out any listener shout outs this week allison yeah i was speaking to kate roth from murphy business sales and so i wanted to give them a shout out this week um murphy business sales are business brokers they help people buy and sell their businesses and one of their new programs they have is called value coaching and it'll tie into a later episode that we're going to talk about where we talk about starting with the end in mind but their new value coaching program when you're thinking about your eventual exit of your business, what do you need to do to prepare? And if you're not prepared when you get to the end, it could be devastating for you. So this is the idea behind this is that you would get this coaching uh, preemptively. If you're saying, hey, I want to sell in 10 or 15 years, yeah. you'd start getting some of this coaching to help you change some things or, or or grow your business or whatever you need to do to make it a much better sellable entity. Yeah, it's to help you pre-plan and adjust your business model now so that it's ready to sell for the best possible price later on. That's an awesome idea. Yeah, so check them 
them out. They're murphybusinessofcape.com. Yeah, definitely check that out. Kate's great. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Everybody, thank you for listening this week. We we really appreciate all the time you spend and all the feedback that we get on this show. Uh, don't forget, if you have something to share with us, let us know. Send us an email or give us a comment on social media. You can, you can find us at BizMarried on Instagram and Twitter, and you can search for us on Facebook as well. And also, don't forget to check out our audible.com trial. That's audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Get your free 30 days on Audible. We really appreciate everything. And don't forget, not only should you be working on your marriage, but you should be working on your business because we're married with a business. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye.